So, for this episode, I'll be more of, uh, you know, a bit more raw. And I, I, I'll just post whatever I've just recorded. So, uh, I guess before that, before I forget, play the intro now. So, actually, I was going to end, you know, my episode for this week after I talk about Tom Brady and how he led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl, you know, and eventually win it. And I, <laughs> but I just can't ignore what happened last night. Last night, I was watching Liverpool versus Leicester City, and <laughs> I do not know what happened, and it was such uncharacteristic for me to see a collapse that I never knew could happen to Liverpool Football Club. So the match started at 8.30pm. Uh, I was watching it, watching the game at work um, and I was watching it, if I'm not wrong, first to 60th minute and to be honest, what I saw was it was good, it was good. Liverpool were playing really, really well. Like we were... Uh, keeping possession, we were creating chances and we were kind of, you know, um, uh, keeping Leicester at bay and I was really, really like, you know, optimistic and, and, you know, optimistic to see that actually we can reach to some sort of a level like we did last year. So I was uh, low-key, you know, expecting that we would win. So I watched the game from the first to maybe the 60th minute, um, and which which is at that time was like 9:50 p.m. I leave work at 10. So, you know, at 9:50 I change my clothes and then you know check out, lock out from my work, um, handed handed over the keys to the security and started to walk to Orchard Road where I was going to go to the Orchard MRT and you know. To go home lah. So I watched the game. I think it was uh, no, so I started streaming the game on my phone, and you know, to, to my delight, I when I streamed the game on my phone, <laughs> we were winning one nil. So basically, I didn't see what Salah's goal was, and you know, I, I heck it. I for me, I just thought like, okay, uh, I don't care if I uh, <laughs> how it was scored. At least it was scored. But. Although we were, uh, although I was happy that it was one nil, um, something about the past few games really didn't like make me confident that we were gonna win, and somehow you know these things it didn't really occur to me the last year or even the last two years. I didn't think that you know th- that we would slip up, but somehow you know that that thought keep lingering in my mind and on cue literally on cue Thiago tripped buns if I'm not wrong it was, it was a buns right and and the ref pointed to the spot okay when I saw that he, because I saw the referee first I, I was watching the referee he was straight away pointing to the spot and I was like nah that was outside that was one and two if it's a really a penalty I felt that it was soft it was really really soft to be called a penalty buns really made a meal out of it but I mean, to be fair, uh, he really sold it really, really well. And you know, if it's Mosala on the other side, 
if he got the penalty, I wouldn't have said anything about it. And you know, finally, when I saw okay, <laughs> for the first time, finally, we are really came to our rescue, and it was a free kick, and not a penalty. But you know, the the position of the free kick actually is quite tricky. You know, it's it's. <laughs> It's not even one and one, one v one. It's, um, you know, it, he can just curl the ball in, and you know, it, it, we, I don't know if Ellison could have gotten into it because there's a lot of players in the middle. As what happened in the game, so yeah, he he converted the cha- he converted the goal, but even then, for me, for me, all right, the VR was a bit sus to be honest. Like I remember a few games back that uh, I think Sadio. He was caught offside because of the armpit rule, but somehow they didn't call it for us. Like they, I thought they they used the la uh, the defenders armpit rule to for you know what? <laughs> because I what I saw was that uh who was this? I I forgot who was it lah. I uh that there were players Leicester players that was. Even though they didn't touch the ball, it was considered interfering because Ellison thought that you know he they, he literally kicked a ball like kicked the air, you know he kicked the air and it looked like he kicked the ball and Ellison could have been tricked. But and you know when I watched it in first hand, uh, not not first hand like the first time I saw it, like their hands and their body was. A Away from the last defender, which is apparently Firmino was the last defender, and Firmino had a foot at the end. So yeah, I mean, for that I really can't fault anyone with that because it was I can't actually can't really fault VR as well because it was really really quick and you know it may have um, been flicked by a Liverpool player. I'm not quite sure. So yeah, but I thought at least it was one one, you know. At least it was one one. I thought fair play, and then we just move. You know, we just move, uh, to get another goal. But the second goal, that one I cannot handle. I, I saw okay. I saw Liverpool fans like we put. Uh, I saw Liverpool fans protect Ellison, and I mean rightly so. He has been the difference maker since he joined us. But really, boy, oh boy. That was really a horrible decision. Yet again, two games in a row. Ellison, two games in a row that Ellison has made a mistake, and we were made to be to look like fools yet again. Believe me, really believe me when I say that we are lucky and grateful to have Ellison in our side. For me, he is one of the best, if not the best, goalkeeper in the world, and definitely the best in our recent history. Especially the Premier League, maybe the closest I would say is Peperina and Charles Itanjulu. <laughs> Only Peperina, I feel that would have got the you know the nearest to where Ellison is. But his decision, decision, his decision making this, especially on the second goal. He, it was really really poor. It was a really poor read. He ran almost thirty meter away from his goal to clear a ball that was so far away, and it was such a bad read. 
And yes, I saw people saying that Kabak would have missed the clearance header, but at least Kabak can continue to pressure Barnes and then made it difficult for him to pass to Vardy instead of just Vardy, no, instead of Vardy having a clear goal. And also, in the end, like, Ellison missed the ball, one. He fell on, on Kabak, who accidentally passed the ball to Vardy in the confusion, and Vardy just went for an easy tap-in. And in that time, at this point, When I saw that, I was face palming in the middle of Orchard Road because I can't believe what the freak has just happened. Like this is such uncharacteristic for Ellison to do something like that. <laughs> and now we are two one down, and as I see how we were, we have been playing, it looked really promising. But the finishing touch again is not there. And I'm not sure why. I'm not sure why not. You know, why? What's wrong with our forwards? Even with that being said, Salah is the top goal scorer, and I do not know how. <laughs> and then for the third goal, alright, for this one, Barnes yet again getting involved. He scored this time, but for this one, I really can't blame anyone. We were trying to so hard to get one back, and Like we were, you know, uh, committing more men in front that we were caught napping, uh, and we got, we got done by the counter, and that was it. That was it for us, all right. And in that moment, I, this is the the title hopes, the title, any title hopes has been dashed. Although for me, it was already confirmed for us, like maybe two games back, even uh, when we lost to. I would say not lost. We drew with West Brom. That was for me the turning point. Then we lost to Brighton. That is like three games in a row we lost, right? And then we lost to Burnley. Wow. That was what. That was it for me. This type of games we have to win. If not, the worst case scenario is to draw, and we didn't do any of that. You know. So what prompted me to you know talk about Liverpool for the second episode? Actually, we, I did not plan to do a second episode, but what prompted me was I was scrolling through again. Instagram and Twitter is my my best motivation to or my best place to brainstorm ideas on what I want to talk about. People were slitting Ozan Kabak for the goal, and I I got pissed off. Were you all watching the game? Were you all watching the game? For me, I was watching the game from minute one to sixty, and a bit for like seventy five minutes onwards, and I liked what I saw from Kabak. He was composed on the ball, and he looked really, really comfortable while holding the ball. And if you are going to slate him for tripping the player, it was not a tripping player. It was Thiago. You all just you know trying to. Keep Thiago as a golden boy, but you are slating another player. In spite of that, when Thiago was the one who tripped the player, who will trip Barnes, and and for the second goal, like I said again, Allison was the one who made a wrong call and made a wrong read. We we do not know. We do not know what's going to happen if the ball in the end ended up in Barnes. It could have been. 
Kaba get to the ball and control the ball. We do not know. You know, we do not know if with Buns holding the ball in the end, Kaba could have gotten to him and you know put him off. We do not know that because Ellison took that opportunity away from him. And even if he still ended up passing to Vardy, and in the case if Ellison didn't come off his line, uh, and then Vardy still in the end, you know, if Kaba really did make a mistake and passed to Vardy, and then at least Vardy has to do a one-on-one with Ellison, and it's not going to be easy, as we know Ellison is really good at one-on-ones. Yeah, so it's not going to be a, a Vardy versus... Uh, Compared to Ellison versus Vardy in a one-on-one, I would rather have that compared to Vardy versus an empty goalpost. So now, we have to base what Kabak could have done and what Kabak can done, can can do on what ifs. Like, what if this happened? What if that happened? And really, it isn't fair for Kabak. Because, like I said, I, what I watched him in, like, the first to 60 minutes, he's, he has been really, really good at the ball. If you have watched Liverpool play, the centre-backs really have a lot of chance, uh, a lot of opportunity to hold the ball and create plays. And Kabak really did that for us. And I saw like some unfair comments. like They, they were saying that we should not sign him permanently. We should not sign him at all. He was, he, if I'm not wrong, I saw some of his poor... It's really unfair because it really wasn't him who made the mistake. And as for Ellison, one one way or another, he will get back to his his ways. You know, he always does that. Like uh, uh, like last year, he made a mistake and then he you know gather back, and uh he became the goalkeeper that we know. Uh, and even in the same game, he had a point blank save against Vardy and. I mean, it just shows that form is temporary, but class is permanent. And Ellison is the most, is the best goalkeeper that we had, we have in a long time. And you know, I I know that for a fact. And I will always be behind the team. But sometimes we have to hold them accountable because it frustrates me to the fullest. Because I know how strong our squad is. And yes, it means it's the end of us for the title chase. But it is the start of us, of our top four chase, which with that being said, is really, really difficult because of how teams have been really consistent this year. Please, please, Liverpool FC, please, for Jürgen Klopp's sake, for your fans' sake, please at least get to the top four. That is the least that we can get. That is the least that we can hope for. Champions League, <laughs> to be honest, I'm not really sure. I want to feel. I want to feel hopeful, but if we can't put off teams like West Brom, we can't put off teams like Brighton. It's really concerning that we are going to be playing against one of the best sides in Bundesliga in RB Leipzig. But yeah, you know. I will always back the boys and let's just hope for a better result in the Champions League. That game was really, really tough to swallow because we were challenging for a top three, uh, the third position and 
if you would have won, you could have been up there in third right now. But nope, it's not happening. So yeah, it was really hard to take how we have been performing this year, and it doesn't really help when like play players like Fabinho gets injured again, and then Milner also got injured during the game. It really doesn't help. Especially the long list of injuries that we already have at the moment. But yes, to the rivals, to all the Liverpool rivals or to the Liverpool haters, yes, we are down now. But this is re- this is not the lowest of the lowest that we have felt. We have gone way deeper than this. We have went way deeper than low when we had. Paul Konchesky at left back. We had Milan Jovanovic at striker. Andre Voronin at striker, and we had Jay Spearing in our midfield. So yeah, although you think that we are going to build on Liverpool, blah 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 blah, it is really so much much brighter now, even in these bleak bleak times. <laughs> really, if you say that we are. Like, I'm not sure. I I won't say it for all the fans. But if you are saying that I would leave Liverpool because of we are losing now, in it's a matter of fact. I would have left when we had Paul Konchesky. I would have left if Roy Hodgson was the manager at that time. But I didn't. I I stayed loyal. And to be honest, I feel that I am. Rep- Reaping the benefits of my loyalty. Yeah, I will always be loyal for Liverpool Football Club. Whatever. To be honest, if you ask my wife, she yesterday after the game, I really wasn't in a good mood and <laughs> it really pissed me off. So, and I told my friends that oh, so this is how it felt to be a Man United fan last year. Oh no! <laughs> All right. So that's that was it. That was my rant for Liverpool. That was totally uncut, and that was it. So, an announcement that I would like to make is um I will only be posting on this channel every Monday with regards to the sports news that I've heard and things that I'm passionate about. I will talk about it in this podcast. So, uh, new episodes every Monday. Uh, if you have any like. Topics that you can suggest to me, you can always suggest to me at Bola Talk Podcast at on Instagram, and uh, I am in on Twitter. I'm at Zerkry Z E R K R Y Y. Don't ask me why. All right. So if you have any suggestions on sports topic that you want like to me to talk about, just comment on that channels. And with that being said, I will talk to you next week. All right, see you.